0: Panda. She she It's Monday, December thirtieth, twenty fourteen. I'm jumping ahead of myself. Twenty thirteen, and you're listening to Size Matters episode fourteen point five. That's where I wanted to bring the 14 welcome in, to the Lax
1: Cast. What do you mean, I think the Lax we should come Cast? Come up with a name. I know we call it miniisode, but maybe we should. Come I think
0: up with just calling it point .5 is good. Point five. I, I don't point really five call it the mini episode seven. anymore since they're like yes, an hour oh long gosh, yeah. and they take as much time to edit as the <laughs> other episodes do. Um, so calling it calling it a mini episode doesn't really seem fair.
1: I think mini minisode isn't that an actual like podcast term? No, something? no, really. Okay, it sounds cool. Maybe I just, want, I think I just think like coming cool. up with I just like coming up with names for stuff. So
0: Rawr. don't judge me. So yeah, no, we're not gonna do I'll, that. It's right, gonna right, be fourteen point five, right, right. and then next week will be, our... oh, and the week after one will By be that way, fifteen point five. My voice is still messed up. Hi
2: everybody. Seriously?
0: Dragonian Maggie, oh, oh my goodness! It's uh, literally this, this. This is the point of it's becoming like it, a like... a terminal disease almost.
2: Yeah, actually, no joke. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> sick anymore. Oh yeah. It's just my voice Is uh, taking well, a long time to recover.
1: Technically, you you do have a sickness, although it's not really a sickness. It's just called laryngitis. It's more of a disease injury
2: than a illness. It's an itis. You have
1: You something. should get you should
0: get a throat implant.
1: Oh gosh. Yeah, no no no. Then you no, get, you can get
0: you can get a throat implant from Kinson, thinking. and then you're just speaking like Kinson all the time.
2: Well, it could be like uh like Ned from South Park. Or... Hello everybody. How are you doing today? Gosh. Well you... or Okay, just if 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 you're, you're going to end yeah.
0: up doing that, you might as well just go out and like smoke a whole heck of a lot so that you'll you'll have a natural reason for that. I don't kind know. Of sound. I kind of
1: like having uh Howard's mother on the podcast kids and have you eaten your bee loaf oh my to me it just
0: it just makes me think of harvey firestein <laughs> yes. so
1: no, mom
0: um yeah I'm, th- I'm thinking of of like robin williams brother in uh mrs doubtfire Bush.
2: you know what's really 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 sad is i went to go to the movies to see anchorman 2 with a local fertile <gasps> rex today that and he said the exact same thing that's how my voice sounds
0: but instead of the movies, they played Anchorman 1 and nobody noticed because they're the actually, exact same I'm, movie.
2: I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but the, like the very end of Anchorman 2, they do something or like it's it's exactly the same thing from Anchorman 1. When it Is Mr. pandas involved? But then they like, but then they seem to become self-aware of it and shit just goes like off the rails and it just becomes <laughs> like beyond a parody of itself. Just totally nuts. And it was actually really... Really hilarious. Awesome.
0: I can't wait to see. So it. I've not seen Anchorman two yet. At the end of Anchorman one, is it a is it a panda or am I just imagining that it's a panda that they're they're at? I know they're at a zoo.
2: Yes, but it's not a red panda, it's just it's
0: not a red panda. Yeah, it's... Hey, speaking of a red By panda By the way, those pandas no, you see normal panda. Those pandas stole our names, because red pandas were red pandas first. Red pandas were just used to be called pandas. And then they found these other animals, and they're like, well, they may be related, so let's call them giant pandas. And now everyone just calls them pandas because they don't know any better, because, even though they're not really related, and even though they don't have really the, the original claim to that name. So I'm going to start a campaign right now, right here, well, that see, red pandas like are just going to be pandas to for argue. here on out, and those giant pandas can be called some other kind of thing. You can call them black and white bear, or, oh. or whatever else you want to call you them. You
2: need to be careful, Quandary, because by definition of their name, they're bigger than than you so you don't want to piss them off because they're the giant pandas you're just the red panda that happens to be kind of large
1: i was gonna say aren't you kind of isn't your argument kind of invalid because you're taking a part of their name into your being because you're a giant red no
0: they (laughs) no i'm a macro panda that's true okay well semantics macro pandas are bigger than giant pandas so uh let's go through our emails then we have one coming in from eddie Crocky, which uh real short just basically says are you guys planning on going to further confusion um I'm eddie
1: unfortunately, hate
0: to tell you further confusion not only is it really far away from all of us it's also really close to tff which two of us are going texas furry fiesta Yay! and uh so yeah it's not gonna happen sorry uh I would like to go to it at some point, but while I'm living in Texas, TFF's probably going to come first, and I don't think I could get the time off that close to each other.
1: You know, I actually plan on making a West Coast trip here in the next year. I really, really want to go to FC. Um, I also want to go to Rainforest, which Rainforest is actually scheduled. I still... um, Tiern said it was all right, and Ark was like, totally, yeah, let's do it. Um, Ark and I might fly over... To, well not might plan is to fly over and stay with tiern and uh and washington and go to rain first but that's for next year.
0: So didn't yesterday so, or yesterday last year or earlier this year actually I'm I'm, think, I'm still thinking in 2014. Kenson, you said that something about only doing like one or two cons yeah, and I mean, now you're going to do like eight.
1: Yeah, I realized how absurd that was. <laughs> well,
2: I, I, I mean, At
0: some point, you do have to consider your finances less and your than school. Eight cons absurd.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I please. mean, like I'm
0: doing a bunch this year, this upcoming year, but I'm only going to be doing three. <laughs> so this email is coming in from uh, Misty Crom, who says, "Thought I'd drop an email with a few thoughts I've had, a curiosity of mine, and some other things." First off, something I cu- uh, kind of thought about last night about writing and drawing, about the process and how we experience them as creators. For example, with myself with writing, I'm pretty much there. I experience it as I'm writing it. Drawn art, however, I suspect is something is more something that the artist almost experiences along with anyone viewing it, only really seeing it themselves when it's done. I guess it in a way you could compare it to like for a writer, it's like being in a small movie or a sitcom where you're all in all of it and it'd be kind of shot in sequence. You would know it all by the time it's made. Whereas drawn art is more like an effects movie or an animated movie, where it's a lot of parts which come together, and the whole is only seen right at the end. Though, again, I don't draw myself, so that is more or less just speculation from what I see. And I don't know if writing is the same for you guys. Though I'm curious how, for someone who does both, looking at Mr. Bashir here... What? What? I don't draw. Do you know me at all? Do you know me at all, Mr. Grom? (laughs) Well,
1: we're brothers... So he probably mistook us? I don't
0: know. No, it's... <laughs> what?! What? How does it different for you? Oh, well, okay, here's how it differ. Don't I don't draw. I don't draw at all. I have never drawn. <laughs> Every, Every art that I've uploaded batter. to my site has <laughs> <He laughs> been draw, clearly marked as do. by whoever the artist is. And I specifically say on my profile, this is by, you know, you know, all of my art is not by me. I am horrible at drawing. I am probably worse than Dragonian at drawing, what? and that's saying something.
1: Uh... And the whole uh, Holy Grail opening the... Box thing, Pandora's as box, as you said on the last episode with uh, Indiana nice. Jones.
0: Oh, the Ark of the Covenant.
1: Yeah, oh. it's like that's what happens when I open your sketchbook.
0: My sketchbook, my sketchbook's good because I don't touch my sketchbook except to hand it to artists who know what the fuck they're doing.
1: There's a whole bunch of sketchbooks I have that I am needing to fill.
0: Uh, TFF's going to be in two and a half, or a month and a half. That'll be nice. Okay, anywho. So let's try to see if there's a question we can't answer here then. <laughs> on to a more on topic, or so as far as macro micro goes. Some thoughts that I actually kind of threw about with Kenson on Twitter macroizing games, such as taking Twister, which I've already hosted a fursuit version of, and it no, works I- well, incidentally. Hmm. I think I, so awesome. I've seen that before. Didn't
2: we talk about this on a previous episode?
0: We talked about Macro twist. I'm not sure. If, yeah, well, I guess that's what he's going with. Well, really I mean, like, with. macro games. Yeah. Right, Paul, uh, Australia. You could put cardboard box <laughs> <laughs> cardboard box buildings, tinfoil cars, etc., on the colored spots. We totally need to do that at whatever the next macro meetup is. I plan on it. Or maybe paint up Jenga blocks to look more like maybe freight containers, which we talked about. We talked about doing Jenga, uh, doing MFF. Or train cars, etc. For micros, you just got giant. You just get giant Jenga.
1: Ooh, ooh, ooh! So the idea that um, I think I don't know if Misty mentions it at all in here, but we were actually talking about not just having a Jenga game, but like taking, I don't know what type. It probably like foam or something, and like cutting them down, and painting them to look like steel girders. But they're actually like each girder, quote unquote, would be like three feet long. So it's actually, for all intents and purposes, giant not only to us, but the macro Jenga, so it would be a big, big game. It'd like come in a in a tote or something, and it'd be you know you actually have to use your entire body to place the stuff. That'd be fun.
0: It'd be fun. I don't know if it's necessarily realistic.
1: Yeah. I kind of want to try fun. it though. I have to get crafty.
0: As a third, completely different topic, just mentioning Benny and Macrofile, I noticed I've been there since two thousand three. Oh my myself, I just graduated from high school in two thousand three. How many I think people? <laughs> I think that's when it took the f- the form formy, formy? formy. The formy form Yay! it has now. Okay, name. that is the word you meant to say. Formy form it has now. Before that, it was pretty much just a bulletin board in the web links. Before a macro file, I was actually on lofty bearings for I think it's like year or six months or so. Mm. I think it's last year or six months or so. Okay, sorry. Uh, just since it was mentioned about grey muzzles having been on places for a decade, etc. Though I'm a pink muzzle. Aww. What's, what's it? Yeah, okay, his, he's a pink His
1: muzzle is pink, and
2: then he has a gray, but, and then it, it, he's old, but he's pink, I guess.
0: Brain <laughs> hurts. <laughs> also, completely and utterly off-topic of macro, micro, or furry, unless you count the fact that I'm a furry and a micro, then it's very much on-topic. Yay! My birthday isn't like a day now, which this <gasps> was a, a week ago, so I guess we're late. Uh on the 23rd. Oh. He's born on Christmas Eve. That's sad. I'll be another know. year older. Wasn't Danny's birthday Yes, in his that is on area Eve as well? Too.
1: That's awesome.
0: Really, like, Ganny and Misty Krom are like two of the three people that write into us the most now. (laughs) They both had birthdays on December 24th. When is
1: your birthday, Benny? Huh. You better say Christmas Eve.
0: (laughs) We'll be another year older when I'm listening to the next podcast as of Christmas Day itself. So he's born on Christmas Day itself, then.
1: I want to read Benny's.
0: Well, you've got Matt's to read, then.
2: Just for the record, Benny's birthday is whenever the hell he tells you it is, and he's big enough that you don't question it.
0: Benny's birthday is every day.
2: Yes, otherwise he gets hungry. And you better send him a gift. Okay. Or else.
0: So coming in from Matt Husky, we have, towards the end of episode 14, you asked, how does this make you feel? Well, sings. It makes me feel like dancing. I'm I'm going to dance dance the night night away. away. Keep on growing, Matt Husky. He also sent another longer email. This is why you should remember when I I tell you the email account, so you can actually... We're not
2: even done reading this one, Genson. No, no, no,
0: we're done with that one. There's another one, though, from... I want to read it. Go ahead.
1: He, like, okay, he's been sending in so many awesome ideas. I've just been reading his emails like, huh, like a lot of people have. He says, uh, subject is yet another topic suggestion. Hi there again, I'm back with another idea for something which could be an interesting discussion point for some time in the future, or at least something which could be expanded upon and spark other ideas. In my head I've been calling it, quote, micro warfare. There's plenty of instances online in art, stories, general online roleplay, etc., where we see a bigger guy tormenting those smaller than himself. But, what if one day the micro decided to teach the larger for a lesson? How could they go about doing that? Is it even possible for someone so small to bring down someone so big? I imagine the micros forming basic weaponry on <laughs> traps using ordinary everyday objects. A good example would be the scene from the movie Gremlins 2, where Gizmo makes a basic bow and arrow using a piece of wire and a rubber band. Or maybe the micros would tie up the bigger furs' legs with string causing them to trip and fall, similar to the way the AT-AT walkers were defeated in Star Wars. Yes! Perhaps there are even ideas you can remember from the old Tom and Jerry cartoons. When – that's probably where, all of their, probably where all of them would come from uh, – where Jerry continuously finds ways to outwit Tom. Another area for the topic could easily be what advantages uh, different sizes would have when dealing with those bigger than you, making it easier to hide or get help using a smartphone as a computer, etc. So That's basically my suggestion in a nutshell. Quote, How could a micro take on a bully so much larger than themselves? If you like the idea, feel free to expand on it as you want. <laughs> expand on it.
2: I'm just gonna quote three different media's. The borrowers, which they do all the time. Uh, toy soldiers. Yes. Oh my god. Or no, gosh! small soldiers. Sorry. Small
1: soldiers. Yes.
2: Yeah, that that was actually uh, that's a like the entire movie. graphic movie, and it was awesome. Yes. And then there's actually a game that, you know, as much as Quantry seems to hate it, Kickstartered a little while back. (laughs) where it's basically about a character who's, like, two inches tall and he's stuck, like, out in the wilderness. I honestly don't remember the whole plot. Either he's always been that small or he, like, randomly appears there and he has to, like, make armor and weapons out of normal objects. So he'll use, like, a pin as a lance and (laughs) he'll take, like, tin foil and make, like, steel armor out of it. Stuff like that.
1: Hope it at least helped spark some ideas for things you could discuss in the future. Thanks for reading. Keep on growing. Matt Husky. Um, It's interesting that you said Small Soldiers. Number one, uh, I love that movie. Uh, But number two, it makes me always think, uh, whenever I think of Small Soldiers, I instantly think of Godzilla 1998 because they came out in, like, practically the same time. And I strictly remember uh, my brother Derek... Uh, doesn't every movie soldiers. just make you
0: think of that movie though Kenson yes like everything, everything we ever, ever talk ever about it's like yeah. Godzilla yeah. Godzilla oh, hey, oh yeah. Godzilla
2: I love it oh. hey, quandary you know that spaghetti you had last night mm-hmm. oh spaghetti that makes me think of Godzilla <laughs>
0: yes I had pizza last night alright so next email or I'm gonna read the next email because Dragon and doesn't have email account right access right uh uh. I had it, but like I
2: said, I switched to Chrome and it logged me out, and I don't remember that.
0: Oh. Uh, Google at the rescue again. This next email is coming in from Benny Tiger. subject is, build em back up. I really hate to be the party pooper on this, but I just don't think the conversation of what to do when a macro grows crazy and how to build them back up as a part of society. There's a phrase that's missing there or a subject that yeah, that's not a complete sentence. <laughs> Anyway, especially if the macros are rare or singular, as much as I hate being the pessimist, that macro will be dead. There is no rebuilding or helping to be had. Look at ourselves. Yeah, basically we he are, is completely
1: and classified as a kaiju.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's basically saying the same thing I was saying, was that if a micro... There's no point in rehabilitating him because they're just going to attack again. So the whole the whole idea that a micro would do would be to kill... The, the macro and that's but look at our, sad. Well, <laughs> look at ourselves. We just went out of our way to conduct a really crappy war because someone someone knocked over a building and killed shy of two thousand people technically, it was
2: oh god let's not get two and a half buildings you know he he, he did a little <laughs> it's actually yeah. a good point
0: and and they they were big buildings uh you're not so
1: big what are you talking
0: about? The biggest buildings on the continent, but yeah, you know, <laughs> if a macro killed a lot of people excuse me two the second and third biggest buildings on the continent and also the most important defense, a wall in the most important defense building in the country. If a macro killed a lot of people, they are already so far othered by being giant, there would be no empathy. They'd be dead. dead. So unless Which there, I
2: definitely can agree with.
0: People, be, people being dead? That's what you agree with?
1: Oh, nice twist. So oh. unless
0: there was some other very <laughs> strong societal balance, I don't think there'd be much talk of helping the macro. They'd be dead for murder.
1: But see, okay, okay. And this is where we're going to dig back into the whole thing where you said, Dragonian, if you step on an ant, do you even notice or mind? A a macro, unfortunately, and this is going to – I'm truthfully going to contradict everything that I say in a daily life. It's actually a good thing they don't exist because, gosh dang it, you accidentally do that. You don't it's even a good thing to. for
0: us. It's not a, yeah. a good thing. It's relative.
1: Yeah. Well, it's just, can you imagine like that actually happening? Someone accident, like you accidentally step on someone. That's why I have my protective barrier. Truthfully, if I was a real giant stompy spotty, butt, I would want that. Truthfully, I know it's magic and whatever, but Hey, I would need it. The thing Imagine we don't tell you... Kenson
0: is that his protective barrier doesn't actually exist, and all the people he thinks aren't being crushed are really bloodstains on the bottom of his paw. So
1: now you're saying that I'm the pyro from Team Fortress 2, and that I'm living in my own little happy rainbow sunshine world, and in reality, everything's burning.
2: Oh my god, this needs to be a story. I've never
0: played Team Fortress 2, but I'll, I'll defer to Dragonian on this. Oh gosh,
2: wait. This needs to be written. Quandry, we need to get on this. Let's collaborate this, because this will be hilarious.
0: Uh, it's not true.
2: I want to address the thing that Benny said a little bit, because I thought about this before, and first off, <laughs> Benny is totally right. If there's only, like, one or two macros, they just kill the guy. There would be no rehabilitation. That was my if point last a- week.
0: Where were you when I was making this point last week? I
2: finally understood it. Take a breath, Quandry. Let me finish my sentence if there were, like, a small population of macros, there'd be more of an incentive to try to, like, rehabilitate and not just outright kill him, but there's actually a story that I've been, like, off and on working on very minorly, um, where I've been tra- wanting to explore, like, how you would deal with someone like a macro or something like that if you can't kill them. Like, say, yeah, like Godzilla, for whatever basically. reason, if you want to say a wizard did it or something, yeah. it's physically impossible to kill uh, them. You Okay, you've
0: just... lost me if you say that a wizard did it
2: did it. Simpsons did it. Look, just calm down. Just suspend disbelief because there's explanations. But please, please, if you're, if
0: you're if you're literally working on this story, please come up with a better reason than a wizard did it.
2: There is a reason, goddammit. I'm saying a wizard did it to save time, and now you're making it not save time. So just suspend disbelief.
0: There listen. is no point Let's... of saving time. We're recording oh, right a podcast. God. A whole point is to fill time.
2: Look, anyway, the point is like the story is supposed to be about like a couple of kids that end up basically getting like supernatural powers and they can't be hurt they're slowly growing bigger and bigger and you can't hurt them you can't pierce their skin poison doesn't affect them they don't need to eat oh yada 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 so they're they're not like going wildly out of control or everything they're not rampaging and trying to take over the world they can't kill but as them. they're slowly getting bigger and more powerful they're being less and less inclined to follow the rules of the world and the story is supposed to explore how like the rest of Civilization tries to deal and control creatures that they, by definition, really can't.
1: So here's the thing you have just successfully created two harbingers uh, to bring about the destruction of the world. <laughs> Kinda. And there's nothing that the world can do to defend themselves because they can't kill these two beings because, uh, for reasons that you have explained very thoroughly, I'm sure, in your story. Um, you can't kill them. You can't hurt them. You can't subdue them. What would happen in that well, scenario? Well, you could
2: like restrain them or something like that. But like I said, they're constantly growing. So the longer time goes on, the more and more and more difficult it becomes to contain. If it's them.
1: okay to ask, uh, what's the rate? Like, is it super slow or is it? It's Doesn't it's really like, matter, but... yeah,
2: it's super slow. Like maybe a couple of feet, like a week. Oh, it, wow. but it picks up. Yeah. Okay. A
0: couple of feet a week is still to be like a progression thing. That's like a hundred feet a year. That's that's not slow.
2: Like I said, it picks up. You know what I mean? Compared to suddenly exploding out of yeah. a building, it's slow. that's definitely uh, that's definitely a lot slower than what I'm we do today.
1: on a daily basis.
2: Quantr, you're being mean to me. You're picking apart everything I say. Well,
1: you know, I I've found out due to my uh, observations in the field of the the creature known as the writer. I've noticed there's a lot of battle when it comes to intelligence. A lot. <laughs> like, you guys you guys pick and chew each other apart so much about storylines.
0: That's more just because I, I hate Dragonian.
1: Uh, my god! <laughs> I'm kidding! Kidding, love? kidding. Can you feel the love tonight? Well, can you?
2: But, I mean, it's just, like I said, it it was interesting that Benny brought that up because I've been, like, mulling over a story where it's supposed to be all about how society is forced to deal with a situation like that where they can't, like, just end him and throw him away. They have to do something else. Right. You know what's
1: interesting about that that I just thought of, too? If you have a situation like that, because society as a whole, (laughs) ain't no one going to tell them what they are gonna do kind of thing because people in general and I really don't like this stereotype but people really don't like to be told what to do they like being free they like to do their own thing when you have a situation like that it forces them so they don't like it at all it's a very unnatural circumstance for society as a whole global society to be in
0: so what you would do is you would build a rocket and you would blast them off at the fastest speed as possible towards away from earth And you'd make enough room so they could grow for, you know, probably a year or so without bursting out of the rocket ship. Uh, And, you know, that would get far enough away that it would be hard for them to get back.
1: You know, unfortunately, that's actually a really good answer because before – if they're growing – like three feet in a week or something, they would at one point be small enough to subdue, and then you just, yeah, you do that, you strap them to a rocket, put them inside, and then buy. And, the you know.
0: thing is, it depends on how... I've actually The reason I'm bringing this up is I actually have thought about similar stories, uh, the whole idea of what if somebody had known this about themselves and they wanted to do something to try to save the Earth, or a society wanted to try to do something because they knew about this, about somebody. And by the time it would actually be to the point to where a society would need to r- do something really serious like that, they would probably be too big to, to right. blast off Earth.
1: Because truthfully, once society finally agreed on what to do, they would be 500 feet tall. Yeah. Um, also, that, that's, that's, that's a really striking um, – it really made me think of – also, if we just talked about psychology, what would that do to your brain if you are that macro and know that you are a, a a plague to the planet. Like, if you want to save everyone, and you want to basically make sure that nor- normalcy, if that's a word, if I'm saying the right word, if, if everything normal stays the way it is, you have to leave. What the heck kind of feeling is that? That you have to leave Earth because you're the thing that's going to indefinitely destroy it one day, because as time goes on, you're going to become bigger than Earth.
0: I think that's where the... Uh, age of the macro makes a difference, because if it's somebody who is an adult, yes, there's more especially. of a chance that they would realize Wait, this, can and... and...
1: Sorry, did the wizard powers make them immortal? No, you didn't go that far?
0: Well... No, they they age. Okay. Never mind then. So, so they would eventually die of old age then, right? Yes. So that's why you teleport them to 20 light years that's, away.
1: That's quite a conflict, actually. Because wow. like the,
2: the point in the story was supposed to be, it's not like... Like, it's it's an accident how they become like this, and they don't even know so its kind of like, like they start noticing they're growing a little yeah, it's kind of like chronicle, yeah, they're like discovering their powers like it happens like they might get movie, hit by, by a truck and realize they're not dead they're they're not like running around acting like crazy god people. Right. It's supposed to be kind of like a progression of – as they're becoming more powerful and learning more about their power, they're becoming less and less inclined to follow the rules of society while simultaneously society is trying to find ways to control these people that are slowly becoming out of control. Right,
1: and also in Chronicle, if you remember at the end, I mean uh, um, Andrew completely snaps because it it had to do a lot with his social awkwardness, and it had a lot to do with his family life and things, and that – uh, sped up the process, but that—that's indefinitely what would happen with size uh, specifically. Because if you were able to become huge, even no matter how slow, you would realize the whole superiority complex. It would take a really, 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 really rare breed of person to not get a superiority complex at all. Um, even that Adrian, kind of person what, what would suffer is, from it a little bit.
0: What? What? What are the? What are the species of the characters in your story? I do. Uh,
2: probably it's going to be a wolf and a hyena.
0: Make them a ti- Make one of them a tiger, and I'll PayPal you fifty dollars. Make one of them a
1: cheetah, and I'll PayPal you fifty dollars.
2: Well, I- I'm going to be honest. This story's probably not going to be done for a long, long time. It's most of it is just in my head, and well, I'm very tiny then chunks of it.
1: Make one a cheetah, and I'll give you fifty cents a week until it's done. <laughs>
0: So and wouldn't just that just incentivize him it. to never finish it yeah, until like you're it. fifty years old and then collect like a big old fat check?
1: Well, I would give it to you fifty cents a week.
0: Because <laughs> that'd be twenty-five bucks yeah. uh, a year, and twenty-five bucks a year times
1: fifty. So yeah, it's a good amount.
0: You're you're not zero years old, Kenson. Say what?
1: <laughs>
0: I missed. It. I said. You said times fifty never mind. Well if you, you say Amy, we got like another email coming, coming in from Benny Tiger, and that is how does this all make you feel? Unctuous. And his answer is unctuous.
1: I actually had to I'm Google unctuous. that word. And it's it's I'm apropos. Look it up in
0: the d- it's actually <laughs> Unctuous is an adjective meaning of a person excessively or ingratiatingly flattering. Yes. Oily. What? Oily. So is this basically saying that he's getting wet? Moving on. P.S. Actually, it makes me feel kind of happy. It's fun chatting about Macro-Micro. Yes. Alright, that's all the emails because so the last one's that link the that, that article that uh, Rope Yay. sent, and there's no point it's in reading that because we can't read a picture. Someone
1: spotted me.
2: Uh, podcast over. I'm turning the car around. Welcome
1: to Size Matters Puncast. I am your host, Kinson oh. Shimobi.
2: Kinson, remember we're calling this the train Trainwreck. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> so... This is the last episode of the year, isn't it?
2: Oh my gosh, it is. We should say something special. What should we say?
1: We should we should real fast – not real fast, but we can recap 2013. If you want to. I mean, like,
0: well, okay, we so 2013 started with uh, people mad at the president because of the health plan, <laughs> and it ended with people mad at the, healthcare, or the president because of the health care plan. And don't so nothing forget changed. about the
2: Mayans being wrong again. <laughs>
0: Well, that happened last year. That was 2012. I'm talking about personally, guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, but You're you more you hear specific then? saying the same thing about Y2K, where it's like, oh, it ends on 2012, which means it's actually going to happen in 2013.
0: I thought it was supposed to end specifically on December December 12th, 2012, or December, was it 12, Yeah, 12, 12, but 12? the
2: Rapture was supposed to happen seven different times, and that guy oh, never gave believe any Believe me, back,
0: so. more like 7,000 different times, not seven. You're having bourbon? I <laughs> what? I'm reading Twitter. But, uh, it was an hour ago. I mean, something I would like to
2: say what is... What the fu-
0: uh, Why is that a surprise thing? I always have to I know, I but
2: it. I just, I don't know. I don't know how you're surprised by this, Kenson. Every time he drinks during the show, he's particularly mean to both of us. So you should notice it by now.
1: I have noticed, but... Am I really ask. that mean? Um. Well, the reason <laughs> why I was wanting to recap, um, I just kind of wanted to go over the, like, The memories that we had in 2013 i know a few specific which were the best regarding um those present currently in the chat um
2: i remember there was this one time someone went to a furry convention that i went to and he went there with strep throat and i swore uh, to that day that if i ever found that person i'd punch him in the face
1: um on a happier note (laughs) you
0: is such a happy person you know Such a very positive update. I am not happy. I swear to
2: God, if you're listening to this podcast, whoever you are, the guy that went and got everyone else, including me, sick, I will find you and I will punch you in the face because I have not had strep throat since I was ten, and I almost lost my job because I was out sick for two weeks. So whoever You 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 are, don't ever do it again.
0: This would have probably all worked out better for you if you hadn't spent, like, the years between you were 10 and 19 just being a shut-in and not hey, ever hey, being hey, around hey, other I human beings. I
2: was only shut-in from 19 to 22. I was a
1: shut-in from high school. <laughs> from, like, no 16 cool. to
2: 19, I was very active with my friends in Houston.
0: Cool. Well, that explains it. Houston's full of cesspools and, and dirt bags. Um, so.
2: Then why don't you live
0: there? Because I'm a nice panda. everyone loves me.
2: <laughs> and that was the end of the year joke.
1: Okay. Hey, anyway,
2: um,
0: <laughs>
1: I was wanting to have it be a happy thing.
2: <laughs> no, no happiness still lives here.
1: <laughs> grumpy cat, grumpy draggy. You need your own meme. It shall be. It shall be so.
2: But in all seriousness, though, something I do want to say. I'm really glad that this podcast was made by Quandry and Kinson here. It's, it was a really great idea and I'm really glad there's something like this that exists. I, especially like at that point, I felt that, I don't want to say it was quite stagnating, but it felt like the macro and micro community was kind of doing the same thing all the time. And it's really nice to have like a fresh new medium in there. And I swear I'm not saying that because I'm on it now. Brown nose, brown nose. It, it, it was a great honor to be invited on here to be a, uh, one of the hosts. Oh. And I really hope that people don't hate me too, too much. Oh. Except for Quandry because I know he hates me because he's addicted to everyone. <laughs> Love you, Only Quandary.
1: with bourbon. Only with bourbon. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Truthfully, when we first started it, it was back in July, I believe, was our. Our first episode. And it really started completely randomly. It was just spontaneous. Like, you came up to me, or you texted me, I mean, and you were like, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, sure. (laughs) I've never done one before, but yeah, we could try. And then boom. There we go. First episode about Pacific Rim. Bam. And then here we are, half a year later, end of 2013, we've had 14 and a half episodes. Awesome. And it's really, really uh, injected a whole lot of fun. Uh, fresh fun that has been, you know, not very super present in the macro community, like you said. And it's definitely got me so much more interested in everything. And not that I was bored to begin with, but it's just, and it's increased the interest a whole lot. So definitely super, super, uber, uber props to the Panda Paws for doing all of this. Uh, For the one, for being the host, for doing the editing, for being... So awesome, and putting everything together. Just, yeah. All the loves, all the cuddles, all the smooches.
2: And kisses.
1: Aww. I'll give them a kiss
2: for New Year's smooch. i just to finish up real quick just one other thing I wanted to add I really do feel both like writing in before I was on the show and then when I was on the show it's really helped kind of revive my interest in the macro micro community and it's helped inspire me to start trying to write as more again and I know it's done that for several other people like I know Sheboygan said that this podcast really helped like revive his interest in it yes. and just hearing people like like not even like saying it to us like as praise or comments wait or is anything. that Shaba
0: macro Shaba is Sheboygan yeah Crux
2: is uh. Chill. Up, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Um, just like hearing other people talking about the podcast, not even talking to us, just like to other people. Super, super warm. Really friends. makes me happy because yes. it makes me feel like you know we're contributing something that's actually interesting people and is having an impact, and that just really makes me feel great. Yes, me too. And I want to thank everyone that listens to us and all the feedback and comments and everything that you guys give us. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's why I wanted to do this because I wanted to. Be able to talk about this stuff and bring more of the macro-micro stuff to everyone. Right,
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. So you want to hear me get real for a moment? You, wanna, you oh. want me to actually have me reflect on this year?
2: Yeah. Uh-oh. Go for it.
0: I heard a yes and a no there, and I'm pretty sure I, I know said, who was the oh but go for it. <laughs> okay. So this year started with basically with me being told by my partner, who I was dating for about eight, seven years, seven to eight years, that he didn't want to live with me anymore. And we wanted to break up. we wanted to end at the end of, we wanted to move out at the end of the lease. Yeah. I was working a part time job. I was not making anywhere near enough money to be able to afford a place on my own uh, by the way part time job I did not like I wouldn't say I hated it, but I didn't like it. I was really in a crappy place within the fur community. I was a nobody. I was not doing anything to help better myself. I was not doing anything to help. Contribute in any way. I, I you know, I, I could have left the furry community, and it really wouldn't have affected me or anyone else to that degree, other than maybe Kenson. Yeah,
1: it would have crushed me, in the bad way.
0: Right. Um. You're you're really the one furry relationship I've had coming into this year. Really, honestly, the one relationship I had coming into this year at all that has lasted this entire year and that has endured. So I. Love I you. Before I say anything else, I do want to thank you for that. I love that. you so much. And, and really thank you for being uh-huh. there for me. Always. So in the months after that, you know, at, at some point, uh, my partner and I did break up. And I really had to find myself at that point. I, I, I guess I should say before that, uh, we did to go to TFF, Texas a Fiesta in 2013. And had a not great experience. Not a bad experience, but definitely some personal stuff because of that history that led into – the uh the experience at the con not being perfect for me so i broke up with my partner i that day that the day that he basically were, we i knew that he was going to be moving out not the day that he moved out but the day that it was kind of like the the point of no return I remember going out to, and I should say, by the way, at this point, I was, I had not created the character, well, I think I may have created the character of Quandary, but I was still uh, identifying myself as Tallinn, a tiger. But I went out, had lunch, ironically enough, at Panda Express.
2: Uh, wrong kind and
0: I remember thinking during that lunch, you know what? My life isn't over. My, even though this relationship, this, Basically, the thing that has been the only steady part of my entire adult life uh, is ending. That doesn't mean that I am any less of a person. That doesn't mean that I have taken a step back. In fact, I can end up taking a step forward. And I remember opening up a the fortune cookie at the end of the meal and seeing that it said, any troubles you may ha- you may have will pass shortly. And just that, yeah, Forza cookies are going to always say just the most generic things that could apply in any situation. But that applied so perfectly to me right there that, you know, at some point I knew it had to be fate or a divine inspiration, whatever you want to call it. And I really remember that point just thinking, you know what, I'm going to come out and just come from this a lot stronger and, and be the best person the best furry, the best friend that I can be. And you are. A couple months later, I ended up, you know, developing the character of Mortar to, to the point to where Especially after O.O. Oh, Flamethrower's picture, though the painting that he did for $15, no. which is still the most amazing deal I've ever had in my, my life, gosh. because it's, it's 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 a painting that identifies me and that has defined me, really, um, of Quandry in the city. Uh, I think the name that he gave it was... Uh, what was the name of it? It's basically one where it's like a, a sunrise, oh, uh, purple sky, and, and just Quandary, like kind of lining his head back against the skyscraper. And that just, just spoke to me so much that I remember... This was when you were in town, Kenson, that I saw that, and I showed Both it to you. And i was like, you know what? That's out. and that's. I, I I thought to myself, that's the picture that is is defining me now. I know I I know that that is the character that is that is who I want to be. That is who I am, and, and it is who I want to portray myself as. And, and that's where I ended up making that decision to switch to you know, being from portraying myself as Tall and a Tiger, who was more timid, more. Uh, quiet, more of a lurker, and and being more, uh, you know, outgoing unleash and uh, just just playful and yeah, unleash my inner quandary like <laughs> you said. Uh, and a month later, we started the podcast uh, from from that.
1: And it just from that. And then, that has taken off
0: so incredibly well. And I honestly I can't. Um, I, I I I had I no idea that any of the stuff that we've done since then this year has would have happened by too. Just... Honestly, it, it has, and 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 you are going from you know doing podcasts every up every week, except for the the two weeks in September <laughs> where we had those technical we decided, difficulties, we didn't. and you know.
2: where no one talks about. Yeah. and honestly, we, I we was having some some yeah,
0: exactly. Those those weeks were skipped over. We need to relive them again. We'll get we'll get Rod on the line to help us figure out the time dilation parts. Yes. Um, but the the fact that we have continued doing that, and that then. I have developed myself even more as a writer and have become you know I got into megamorphics which I honestly am Yeah, that's still that's, floored by that's
1: Freaking fantastic! Oh god,
2: the deadline's
1: next week. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a part of it, so I
2: do not know.
0: I, I I've got my stuff. I still need to fill out some of the other stuff. I've got my stuff. My story I, ready. I
2: don't have to. I don't have to submit something right. next week. But I told myself I was not going to let myself wait another month, and I was going to have something ready.
0: That's why I ended up writing my story for the last issue, which ended up getting posted uh, on FA a couple of weeks ago, um, because I was only found out about. Uh, a week before I was in that I got in. And uh, I, I was initially not necessarily wanted to submit anything, but the fact that it was the 50th fiftieth ep- issue and that uh, it was going to be all in color made me feel like I needed to. Anyway, that's a different story. But being able to meet all the people that I've I mean, meet Dragonian, even though I... I had seen some of your stuff around FA before and, and, and even like writing.com and stuff. So I kind of knew a little bit of who you were. But meeting you, Dragonian, meeting... uh. You know Sylvan and, and talking yes. to him more, oh, uh, and, and and having him on the podcast. Uh, and, and, I honestly don't want to go down a list of people I've met because that's just going to end up with me forgetting people yeah. and really feeling like shit afterwards that I forgot somebody's name. Um, but like happy, the fact, uh, yeah, like Gideon, yeah, exactly. But again, <laughs> I did you get a chance to meet and do a picture? Inside jokes. Inside jokes. But the fact that that led—I mean, even at like MFF, the best four days of my life. Or five days, five days in my life, bar none. I, I will say that until I, you know, have maybe another experience there, but but you know, I had so much enjoyment and so much just—it felt right being there. I have never had an experience at a con or really that much any other place where it just felt like I belonged there so much and that I was, for lack of a better term, home.
1: You know, when you were back uh and you were debating on going to TFF last year, um I'm going to share something kind of personal and it's not like super super personal, but I actually had a slight twinge um that you wouldn't like it uh and that you wouldn't want to go to cons and things and it was it was kind of scaring me. Because I want to go to all of the cons with you. And I know that um, things back then were really, really rough. Just hearing you say that, that you had such an amazing time at MFF, and that you had such an enjoyment from it, that you were home, that just threw so many warm fuzzies into my heart at the same time. Because that's, that's truthfully what I want for you. I want not just you, but everyone to have... Those feel goods about just not only the fandom and things but just who they are i don't i don't like seeing pain in any form. I love hearing the stories of joy and overwhelming just complete and utter amazingness of things that happen and i'm so thankful that you had that and i'm so thankful I was able to be there with you my gosh well,
2: yes
0: you want you want to hear a comparison between those two you know i i I may talk a little bit about this but Honestly, I meant to write more about this after MFF. I didn't end up getting a chance to do that. But I got at TFF in February. The first day was okay. The February day was okay. Oh, the February. The Friday day was okay. Because I did get a chance an to kind of find a place. I didn't really do much of the comm. But I got a group of people. I met Teal Fox. I got a new Zapmore. more, met Rikoshi. A bunch of uh, some other people that I knew uh, or that I would end up, you know, learning a little more about through there. Uh, Sparf, I think, was there as well. And was able to experience my very first tabletop uh, game session uh, we played Edge yes. of the Empire. So that was enjoyable. Uh, it was only about four or five hours. And in the meantime, I actually did get a, a phone interview for, or in that time, I should say, I did get a phone interview for a the job that I currently have with Apple. Um, so that was ah. great. But, yes. uh, you know, it wasn't necessarily a full con experience other than, you know, just a little bit of, of enjoyment. But then I came back on Saturday, and I didn't have that group that I was there with on Friday. I didn't, I didn't know anyone who was free. I knew Zap, and that was about it. Um, Teal Fox had gotten sick, I think, and, and the other people I couldn't find. Um, so I had walked around the, the just the con for about 45 minutes to an hour and felt incredibly uncomfortable and felt incredibly anxious and felt like I needed to get the hell out of there. And that's what I did. I walked down to the oh. to the dart stop by. i mean TFF's in my, my hometown, so and I wasn't staying in the hotel, so I just took the bus back to uh to home and I texted you Kinson while I was on that bus and said something to the effect of "I'm not sure if I can even still be a furry anymore, if I even still should be a furry anymore. Do you remember that text? I remember it, yeah, you know. and that was the low point of. The year, as well as my life, really, um, or one of the low points of my life. um,
1: I felt every single bit of it, too.
0: And it was about a month later that that whole experience at Panda Express came through that I was really able to kind of see that arrow starting to point back up um, and and kind of be able to really decide for myself that I was not going to let me be that person. I am going to take control over my life, take the bull by the horns, no offense to us, and yeah, what I was going to say. And, and, and be, be in charge of my He's life. A bull.
2: He's a minotaur. He's sensitive.
0: And where that's led to me now is that, you know, I'm able to support myself. I live by myself in the same apartment, by the way, that I couldn't afford in the, the job I had at the beginning of the year. Um, I'm in a relationship. Granted, it's a new relationship, so who knows what's going to happen with that. But it's a relationship with someone that I really really like uh and, and and really feel right with. Um I, I have great friends that I've met over the year. I've really enjoyed doing the podcast. I've really I'm doing well at work. I'm doing well with writing, although I wish I had more time to do it. Uh and and just <sighs> the end of this year has ended up so much better than I could have even imagined back on January first, twenty
1: thirteen. Yep. It sounds like quite the year Rico. It's the people in the
0: fandom that have really helped with that. But I do want to say this. It's also the decision that I made to not give up hope and to to really look at life and, and, and in a different manner than I had been looking at. To to be positive, to be to think of myself as something more positive than maybe I had been thinking. And then that,
1: and that, that,
0: that, that's really a thing that made all the difference.
1: Yeah. Sometimes it's really, really hard to do that too. Absolutely. Like, I know I have to pray about that because it's so overwhelming when you're in a situation, especially like what you were in. I mean, your whole world, for all intents and purposes, came crumbling down. It's really hard to just... Say, no, I'm not going to feel sad. I'm not going to... Well, not, not 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 feel sad, but I'm not going to let this defeat me. I'm not going to just completely float downstream lazily and just wallow in this sadness. You know That's such a strong thing. And the fact that you were able to go against that tide speaks a heck of a lot about your character. Pun intended.
0: <laughs> January 1st, 2013. Uh, midnight. Uh, I was... In New Orleans, actually, uh, in the Big Easy, watching fireworks over uh, the Mississippi River, because Louisville uh, University of Louisville had played in the Sugar Bowl this year and uh, this past year, and my dad and I went to see them. And, and you know, I, I flew into New Orleans on December thirty first and got to see got guy. to see New Year's on uh, on uh, Bourbon Street, which was fun. It was amazing. Uh, I had no idea that. In 361 days at this point, 62 days, mm-hmm. that my life would be where the point where I'm now. Yes, I'm in the same apartment that I was. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily geographically that different, but personally, I've I, I, I made more changes in this year myself. There've been more changes in my life than probably. At any other point in my adult life, I like, you know I'm not really gonna try to compare it to my life before I turned 18, um, but but yeah, it's it's been an amazing you year, know? and it's you know this is why 13 is my lucky number. I live, you know, <laughs> I I am I, I I I I have to hold on to that number and have to say you know this is this is the reason why it's 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 i well, not it a reason why, actually. but this is a this is a sign of that I should say.
1: Yeah, not that it's unlucky because I don't. No, the number 13 has a very, very, like, oh, it's unlucky. No, but actually, when I just hear the number 13, for some reason, I kind of think, yeah, it suits you. I also think, uh, I just noticed something. When you and I first met, like, ever first met, when you came up to visit me in Ohio, and I remember that that first uh, encounter that we basically, you scooped me up and gave me the hugest hug ever, and we hung out that day. That was the first time I met you physically in the fur and had such a blast when you left and things went on and on, like, and we hadn't been around each other physically. Like I saw so much things going on in your life and I felt so much like pain because we're, we're bonded. We have a bond and I, I have this heart that's so magnetic to all of my friends and family, and I was just wanting to be there for you through all of the lows and even the highs but I just noticed a very, very – a cool, truthfully tie-in to the two times that we were able to hang out in real life. The first time when we first met ever. So absolutely amazing. So much fun. And then a couple of years go by. And then we finally meet – and then we finally meet in Texas. And then everything is awesome. It's like all the stuff that had happened that was bad in things and the things that happened to change you – In a way, I was kind of spared of it. And I'm thankful for that. Not saying I wouldn't want to be there for you, but both times that we hung out... or Three times total, sorry. But all three times we've hung out, you've been yourself. I have not felt any pain. I have not felt anything weighing you down. And it's been incredibly awesome. And I'm just so thankful that all those times we were able to not worry about anything.
0: I just can't believe... I know you're right, but I can't believe that's only been three times that we've actually met in person as far as, like, yeah. like three separate sessions. And Dragonian, with you, it's only been once, uh, but I I, I, twice, at now, the though. same time, I know that... Wait, tw-
1: is it twice? Dragonian, you know this a lot more than I do, I'm sorry. I think well, you... Has it been twice?
2: <laughs> uh, technically.
1: Okay, because where was the other time?
0: Was it in F- 2012? 2012? Yeah.
1: Okay, okay. So I wasn't sure if you went to another con that we passed by too, and I'm like, oh nope, crap. Just imagine. But I think that, okay.
0: that it's something that really kind of shows the true depth that you can create with somebody through a primarily online relationship.
1: Great. Well, Gravewalker and Ryoku are mates now.
0: Married. It's Yeah, it, it, it does. There are going to be things that help being in the flesh with somebody or in the fur, but it's still 95% of... The human experience, for lack of a better term, you can really get through an online really, relationship.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I truthfully, I, I don't think I would ever, ever be, ever be able to do an online, uh, relationship as in more than friends. I, I couldn't. I know that I can be friends Shh. online and things. You're
0: saying so much. You're, you're, you're cursing. You're jinxing me. This is me personally. <laughs> this is
1: me. All me. Um, I am very thankful, and oftentimes my parents will say. Uh, You're always texting. Don't you appreciate being around people in person and stuff? Because, you know, I'm texting when I'm at home and things. And I love spending time with my family and friends. And I I say, no, I, I love the... I love, cherish, relish, being in person with those I love. I love the fact that technology is at the point where we can just talk all the time. But, still, being in person is so much better. And... Yeah, I can't believe it's only been three times, too. It's like all of those times we were online equals the three times in real life.
0: This is absolutely so... the worst time to bring this up. But the University of Michigan has a player whose last name is Butt. Butt.
2: Butt. <laughs> 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 but.
1: Well, oh, there's Dick Buttkiss, who played for uh, the uh,
2: Steelers. Well, I bet that guy's going to be on the butt end of a bunch all of Alright, so.
1: <laughs> don't, don't. Don't uh, <laughs> well, don't put out your cigarette on him. <laughs> we know. need
0: to go <laughs> ahead and move forward. It's... And in keeping with the idea of moving forward, I do want to try to what? see what each of us has as a vision for what their 2014 is going mm. to be like. So I want to start with you, Dragonian, since you haven't been talking a lot since me and Kenson have been kind of monopolizing the last 15 minutes or so.
2: Lots of bitches. No, no.
0: What do you see? Um, what is your either your goal or your dream? What is 2014 going to be like for Dragonian Hatsume?
2: Well, two years ago was when, you know, I finally kind of did pretty much what you just talked about. I was in like the huge depths of the depression. I was living in the mom's basement, yada, yada, sadness, blah, blah, blah. And that's when I was finally able to start pulling myself out of that. And it's it's been a very slow process, but I've been able to like raise myself up a lot higher than I used to be. I've got like a stable job. I'm supporting myself Um, and I'm working on like emotional issues that I've had. I've been able to somewhat re-spark my muse uh, so that I can start writing again. I don't ever let myself feel like depressed or lonely most of the time anymore. And I'm just basically planning on continuing that. Um, And there are a couple of people specifically I would really like to mention because they've been great – Both role models and inspiration for me being able to, like, help myself. Um, First off is Zev, who is an amazing guy. He's always happy. I think he's had, like, even when he has horrible things happen to him, he can still keep a happy face. And that helps me keep, like, that, seeing that, seeing him being able to do that, helps me able to do the same when bad things happen to me. Not let it get to me too much and uh Avon uh, Blade or just Yote, as he goes on like uh-huh. twitter and everything um he's been musing a lot the last year or so on twitter about like his own uh journey into bettering himself and just seeing some of the progress that he's made has helped me so much and i want to be able to do that as well i want to be able to uh get myself further along in my life instead of being in like the stalemate that i was in for so long after high school I want to be able to write more. I want to progress on my job, and eventually I want to go back to school and learn how to do more things that I want to do with my life, like making video games and things like that. So it's really just 2014 is going to be the continuation of my journey to uh, better myself as a person and fully realize the vision of my personality. Awesome. Awesome. And identity.
1: Ish. I can't... No identity crisis for the Dragonian.
0: So Kenton... What would you say is uh, your 2014 has in store for you? <sighs> goodness.
2: Big pause.
1: Yes, big pause. Um, moving on. No. Um, gosh, this year was such such a ride. I'm I'm still trying to get over analyzing the year, but for 2014, well, just starting off with a few uh. A, statements like facts things that will be happening um i'm going to be graduating
0: lucky i'm
2: going to pastor. have <laughs> high school
1: uh no, no middle school i'm well, yes elementary um i uh i'm going to be graduating with my associates in a cyber uh investigation which is uh it's going to be a associates applied science or cyber investigation or cyit for short Um, And that's a combined criminal justice with a computer information services degree. From there, um, I currently have my resume submitted to Reynolds and Reynolds for an internship. And then pretty much when I graduate, it's going to be in the Lord's hands. I'm going to be jobs hunting, going for all kinds of interviews, going to be the business cheat. And then hopefully um, things will all work out. Uh, I will be diligent about it, and I will land myself my career. Um, So that's going to be going on. That is a huge thing. I'm finally going to be, dare I say it, an adult. I'm actually, another thing, I'm going to be looking out, uh, I'm going to be looking into moving out, most likely, too. When I land my job... Or whatever situation happens, I'm going to be moving out most likely. And I'm going to be, for the first time in my life, uh, actually out-out on my own. My parents have given me a huge blessing, and they're letting me stay at their house f- and paying very, very little what I would at an apartment somewhere else. And that covers also my cell phone. So I'm able to work at Wendy's and have a whole bunch of, you know, I have That's money. That's how you can afford
0: to go to all the cons you go to.
1: Actually, Yeah, yes. that's usually how it <laughs> Actually, is. Actually, yes. Um, Why do you think
0: it is I can only go to one?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and then also in 2014, I'm going to be going to conventions, uh, TFF, uh, MFF, the ones that, you know, um, all of those. And then I plan on also getting a lot better at art. I plan on having that year be the year. Hopefully I hit a – some type of peak – Or climax or something in my art where I actually really start flowing with it. Like I'm not just learning the basics anymore. I'm actually at a point where I'm comfortable enough to actually do things well and be proficient, be quick. I hope to eventually, maybe not 2014, but I eventually plan on opening commissions and things. So art is definitely something I'm going to be working on as well. Um, When it comes to just life in general, uh, the same thing that you guys have been saying. I'm going to be finding out more and more about this crazy journey that that the Lord's put me on. I'm going to be every day experiencing something brand new. I'm going to be waking up to something that's different from the day before. I'm going to be discovering so many new things. I'm probably, most likely, going to meet so many new people... I'm going to get to try so many different new things. Uh, heck, I have an unofficial bucket list. Maybe I'll try and check off some of those things, uh, like skydiving is one of them. Um,
2: why does everyone have to put skydiving on their bucket it's, list? It's generic,
1: and it's extreme, so that's why. Um, also, I plan on trying to dabble in fursuit work. I do want to try and start making fursuits. Want to make a panda? I think I'll have a lot of fun. You, should, you should yes. make a panda. I will totally experiment with a red red panda suit. Um, But, you know, 2014, just looking at it uh, from where I am right now, I know it's going to be awesome. I know it's going to have its ups and downs. And I have a a feeling that there's going to be a very life-altering moment in that year, too. I don't know why. I just, I just thought of that, and I had a feeling there's something that's going to happen in 2014 that's going to change my he's life. He's going to grow to a thousand rad.
0: feet tall. Better believe. He's
2: going to come visit you and me, Quandary, and then he's going to find out that both of us have been wearing throws this entire time, and we have. Shh, cold. shh. You can't you let him better, know our secrets.
1: And, and then you better infect. Me. Better.
2: So I guess the real question is, Kenson, do you want to be a wear panda or wear dragon?
0: The wear dragon. I'm sorry. Yay, victory Again, okay, so now we're going to put a casting call out for new hosts oh, for 2014. <laughs> so if you're interested in being a host, send an email to sucks at com. <laughs> oh, so
1: oh, oh.
0: By the way, um, we can't end this
1: podcast yet. I, I haven't got a chance to tell we... my
0: 2014 stuff yet. Yeah, you're <laughs> oh, right. We can't end the podcast because we're, we're not we're... done with the segment.
2: God, right. Kinson.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. Go for it, but there's something else I want to do, um,
0: as well. Okay. So, okay. Oh, I'm so well, good. now that you've just really just totally ruined where I was trying to transition to, I don't know if I can. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's okay, no. Quantry, I believe in you, and so does the bourbon.
0: Uh, and the bourbon's all worn off now. At this point, <laughs> go for okay,
2: really, liar.
0: So, 2014 well i I almost at this point want to just kind of shoot for the moon because 2013 ended so differently than i thought twenty uh, than I thought it would start with at the beginning of 2013 then that I know that if there's no point in really trying to make a i don't want to say like a realistic thing but uh, I might as well try to be as optimistic as possible because you're going to grow exactly so <laughs> I know that in 2014 I'm going to be doing uh, going to TFF. I've already got time off approved for that, as well as my hotel booked. And that's really, if I didn't go to TFF, that'd be really sad. Since it's like two miles away, um, I am going to be going to Anthrocon, here, as well as uh, MFF again. I had a real good time at 2013 MFF, and I definitely want to experience 2014 MFF. You
1: need to go for a suite. That's-
0: I will, well, I'm maybe getting a suite at TFF. Those are expensive. I, I, I'm on the standby list for a suite at TFF right now. Um, and if, oh, by the way, Kenson, if we do get that suite at TFF, I am wanting to host the macro meetup. Yeah, that suite.
1: Fantastic. It has been my life's dream to uh, to host a macro party. But that, well, I I, we'll kind know. of have to
0: wait until the Didn't really know one. about it last year. Maybe even if we don't get the suite, we should do that anyways. But anyway. Guys. So, um, in addition to the cons... I am going to be going to New York in March with Dev uh, to experience Purim uh, in a in a Jewish sense. That he has, uh, you know, his, well, I don't, I don't really see how you could experience Purim in a non Jewish sense. It's a Jewish holiday. But uh, for those of you who don't know, Jewish, uh, Purim is kind of like the Jewish Mardi Gras slash Halloween, where it's uh, really just a very festive uh celebration that just put a really weird image in my head yeah well uh-huh. uh it, it involves masks and 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 feasting and you know and for phrases. certain people getting drunk <laughs> um really really a lot god just a really weird image <laughs> so <Gosh>. uh but <laughs> yeah the that's... jewish
2: just the you the fact that you led with Mardi Gras it's the jewish Mardi Gras and Halloween that's
0: Mardi Gras slash Halloween you know cuz it's got some elements of both but uh anyway, though, so, so and it's been 10 years or 11 years since I've been in New York. Uh, I love New York City and I have I am so psyched about going to to New York that it's right now probably more exciting than any of the cons I'm going to be going to. Oh. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Because Big I think New York is the best city on the planet and. I want to go. While I I've never may been. never be able to live there. I would. Right. I'm always going to be excited about going there.
1: Unless you're Spooderman.
0: Especially with my boyfriend, you know, that's going to make it even better. So the rest of the month, uh, you know, as far as uh, the podcast goes, I think that we're going to try to do some new things and some exciting things. I don't have really any idea what those things are, but hopefully there'll be some uh, some reasons to keep on listening to the podcast as a writer i'm hoping to be able to uh, well no i'm Big not point. hoping i am going to be able to uh um publish or you know, post on fa my first novel uh that jane hey, uh jane Foles committed or commissioned and that should be coming in the first half first third of of Mar- of, uh, of the year
1: by the way i want to snag your next nano i don't want to forget that was that what you did? did a commission for your NaNoWriMo?
0: I That was because I had fallen really behind on that commission. And I liked the idea, and I was able to expand it to a novel. I'm not going to open up NaNoWriMo for a commission intentionally uh, again. You can always get a commission. I'm open for commissions. I'm on sale right now. No one's... Oh! Uh, oh. I got some interest, okay. but no one's actually snabbed up a, a okay. slot. If someone paid attention um, to my FA journals, they know that. Here's a Speaking of which... Uh, By the time this comes out, I'll be on sale for another day, so if you want to get a cheaper commission from Pandora...
2: Oh god, here we go. Sponsored by Quadrant Commission. You know what? For as much work as I've this
0: podcast, I fucking deserve to be able to sponsor and get the advertising. He's his own marketing agent Um, for his personal business. (laughs) But yeah, I'm hoping to be able to do that. I'm actually going to try to also... uh, Well, try. Again, try is not the word I'm going to use. I am going to uh, be starting and completing by the end of the year uh, story packs that will be available for sale for like themed around oh. different elements of size or furry uh, interest. Things like a macro story pack and, and something that like Kinson, uh, Kinson yeah. quant, uh, all these K names, Zev. Kendall has done uh, as well as anything Zev. that starts
1: with Ken instantly ends up in my name. yeah. It's seeing
0: okay. a K in front tr- in a letter uh, always <laughs> makes me a little horny, hey. so.
1: Marvel? Everyone
0: should put a K in their name.
1: I don't get it. Uh but I have a K in mine, so I guess I I guess I meet the criteria. Come in
0: uh the, oh. my my lease at my current place runs out at the end of March, so I'll be trying to move to a new place uh in April, <gasps> at the beginning of April. I'm oh. hoping to be able to move back closer to the University of Texas Dallas, uh which is not too far away from where I live, but because I take buses and stuff, it, it does take a little while to get there, so I'm hoping to get a, pl- a closer place. And mm-hmm. I am wanting to start back at school in the fall of 20. Oh gosh, you don't know what you're saying. I'm sorry. And a technology of uh, arts and, oh, excuse me, a degree in arts and technology, which is a fancy word for game design uh, mm-hmm. at UTD. Because that's what I studied basically at uh, University of Central Florida in Orlando. And that'll probably take two years or so to finish. Uh, I honestly am not quite sure how that'll fit in with work, because right now I do work 40 hours, and I would like to be a full-time student. I may be able to pull back to 20 in, in work, and so I'm really going to have to try to budget that, which is another thing I need to help uh, with. I'm going to get some crippling debt. I'm going to
1: go ahead and say, as a full-time student and a 30- 30 to 35-hour-a-week uh, employee, it's tough.
0: Yeah, but you know, I work for a company that actually pays their employees decently, so...
1: <laughs> yeah it, it's well minimum At the same time I also don't I... get
0: like a mostly free ride from my parents from work and rent and stuff so um now we're just being spiteful again.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anywho
1: So everyone's gonna get a nice high class education macro education yeah twenty
0: fourteen for me.
1: Oh my gosh! And- we freaking left out the best part of twenty fourteen. What's coming out in May?
2: Oh god! Uh, freaking gosh! There was all over
1: Twitter. Who who was the one who posted the thing about making 2014 the macro year? Because I'm all on board for oh, that. What's,
2: that was uh, Kai. Crap! What's his name? I can never remember his Twitter Kaji. handle. Kaji. He's the guy that's an Anthro Godzilla. I can never. Calmra.
1: Kalmara. Cal- yes. Yes. Yeah. It's true. Holy freaking crap! It should be the macro year because hey, the king of all kaiju has a brand new freaking awesome movie coming out in May, and that's gonna be like the highlight. Let's do it. You know what? Let's, like, flatten the world. You know what I say
0: to that? Meh. Eh? I don't really care about a new Godzilla movie. Okay,
1: we've been going too long. We can't discuss Godzilla. We can do that <laughs> <in> another episode. <laughs> okay, well, so,
0: so apparently powerful. we're going to have a Godzilla-themed episode sometime in May. Yes, um, my love! Because no there's, there's no we way we can't have a Godzilla theme episode if Kenson is still going to be on the show in May.
1: Stop, 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 Stompy Squee. Oh, my gosh. For those who know uh, for those who know Cougar's uh, pick of Remyzilla titled Stompy Squee, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Jesus, Kenson. Take a <laughs> breath.
0: <laughs> uh, well, so 2014 um, has uh, a lot of hope and uh, ideals, and that's kind of the, the, way the way all news are. But I do hope that those of you who are listening out there – keep in mind that whether it's the you know, the turn of a new year or you know something new happened to your life or just waking up at the beginning of a day, there's always going to be hope. There's always going to be big things that are coming in your life or small things that turn out to be really, really exciting. And you know, whether we're talking about this in a macro or micro context or not, there's always a reason to uh, to really be excited about what the day holds for you. So I hope that exactly. you know that can can stick with you and help you to uh, to continue to you know improve yourself and to continue to, to 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 keep living uh, and and to keep being excited to live, if, or, or at the very least uh, hopeful to uh, yes. that something will will come that might be better if your situation is not so great right now.
1: There's so many things that happen in a day that are so fascinating if you break them down that you just waking up in the morning is enough to freaking just flip out about if you think about it i mean every day if if i really think there's that whole huge cliche statement that says if you stop and smell the roses it's true because a humdrum day leads to a very boring sense of life but You don't have to feel that way. Even though your routine never changes, you can continuously be thinking about things in a different way. It's just you have to choose to. So there's so many things that happen in a day that if you just take five seconds to look at and appreciate its beauty, it's going to refresh everything. I mean...
2: The roses around my house smell like industrial-grade pesticides.
1: That's because you live in St. Louis. (laughs) Wow. because you're a We
0: totally went with two different angles for that.
1: Okay, anyway... So, guys, 2014 is going to be awesome. You guys are equally, if not more, awesome. We can't wait to see you. We can't wait to see what's going to go happen in 2014. Onward. And our first Let's stomp episode of
0: 2014 should be on, uh, released on January 5th. Sixth, six, January sixth, uh, twenty fourteen. That Monday sixth. there, like our normal regular scheduled I'm day, and not Sunday, which is I'm what the snake fifth snake is. Uh, we are oh, hoping God, to God. still have Benny on there again. I haven't heard back from him tonight, but I'm hoping he, he is supposed to be more open. Oh,
2: um, I, I did. We we do have confirmation. Benny will be on the next episode. Yes. We'll be discussing. Wait,
0: that. where'd you get that confirmation? Uh oh, phone Why is he telling you and not telling me? He's not telling my, He's
1: me texting.
0: either.
1: Uh-huh. Um. So I just you know what? No
0: laptop. podcast in 2014. we I'm closing this thing no. down. Uh, uh, Why is he texting you and not, not telling me phone? when I tweeted him about this? Benny, oh, you've I got some Texas explaining to do. Oh,
1: uh,
2: Benny! Oh my God! You've come got come some down. explaining to do. <laughs> So 2014, we have a lot of new stuff planned for the podcast. Yes. We're going to have the Valentine's episode. Uh, Benny's going to be on next week talking about macro file. You know, we want to talk more about psychology at some point. Definitely um, got a couple of ideas worth throwing back and forth. I like still want to talk. Before.
0: We didn't really talk uh, in our second episode. Where we were talking about like shrinking and growth and cartoons about Disney related yes. shrinking and growth because I thought that would be a good episode. We still need to do that one for yes. a separate episode, also, and we haven't done that yet. So at some point, we need to get back to that. Definitely.
2: So we've got a bunch more topic ideas. There's a few ideas we're throwing around about how to try to get some more, like, listener feedback and interaction going on with the podcast. We
0: and that idea, idea is going, going to be going on, sending so... Dragonian around on a tour, so he can collect all of your uh, podcast, all of your feedback, but the oh the, the trick there is, is that he's going to be three inches tall, so he's going to be in the jar, and so everyone needs to take good care of the jar so that we don't Get, lose our Quandary, going I
2: on. can't be in the jar right now because you gave out Misty Crom's name again So you're except I
0: didn't give his name out because I have the new power for of editing new for
1: 2014 places football on top of the lid of the jar Quandry is going to be in the jar nope. yeah this is how. This is it's why true. I now for TFF we're going to get a tiny little red panda. Doll. This is why I do um, not give you in.
0: guys the passwords to the account to post the podcast uh-huh, because that uh-huh. makes okay. sure that I can edit whatever I want to edit in and out of the show. <laughs> Gosh.
2: Okay. Well. Anyway, you guys, know, Plundry, you can only use that as a defense so many times. Guys, no, I can use uh, it uh, every time because I edit
0: every podcast and I spend three hours on then. every podcast in addition to whatever uh, two or three hours I talk t- to you guys talk with. Over.
1: Uh, sorry. We're going to need your help with ideas and things, just like always. Don't stop giving ideas, please.
0: So that's the end of the show, guys, and uh, that's the end of the year. And you can now just listen to this and sleep for the rest of 2013 until 11.59, uh, January, or December 31st on uh, Tuesday evening. <laughs> then you will see a... Red Panda, Dragon, and uh, Cheetah paw coming to stomp the big <laughs> Times Square ball thing. So watch out for that. Uh, and we'll be back to talk to you guys in your ear holes on Monday, January 5th, 6th, whatever the day that is. Uh, and that's going to be with the Size Matters podcast as always. So uh, uh, listen to us then. Kinson, you've got one chance to say your, your catchphrase. You need to say it now.
2: Okay. No, you know what? No, I'm saying Keep no. Keep calm Ken's and stomp your paws. doesn't get to say it. Bye,
0: guys.